welcome to ESC Pulse, the podcast that beats into the heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie, hello, hi, and it's almost here, the wait is almost over. <laughs> and as always joining me... Hello everyone, I'm John, and work bitch doesn't matter, I'm not your mother. Ah, so hello and welcome to the fifth and final episode of our Eurovision 2023 review where we will be looking at the automatic finalists of um, this year's Eurovision. And um, I have to say that um, this batch of songs is pretty strong. It's... um. I hesitate to say that maybe all of these have the potential to do well, but then last year, um, as was, one of them didn't do so well. So who knows? But um, yeah, I think this is an interesting bunch. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm like you say. I'm pretty sure we said something very similar last year, but um, at risk of at risk of getting our fingers burned, I think. Um, all of our automatic finalists um, will definitely not disgrace themselves. They've all stepped up and given us some really good songs. Yeah, indeed. And um, I think that uh, it's um, fair to say that they will be a very nice addition to the final lineup, um, along with all the qualifiers, I think. <laughs> yes, no, no, no stinkers. No, 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 no. Um, Okay, so um, anything else on this before we start off swiftly um, with the songs? I think we can get going. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to be doing all of these in alphabetical order, except for Ukraine, who will be the last song that we review, because it's technically their Eurovision, so it's only fair that we give them the prestigious last song. <laughs> a slot <laughs> in our review and um yeah once we're done with this john's going to count down his uh pre-show top 10 and i'm gonna reveal my pre-show top 10 so um okay. it's gonna be all very exciting <laughs> okay so let us start off with france la france this is Lazara with Evidemment, which means obviously. suddenly um, putting their national final on pause for this year because they found a song so good that they just had to select it internally. Um, those of us who have memories of the 2020 selection uh, quite fairly got a bit concerned because we all remember what happened the last time that happened with France. But um, the song came out and... Thankfully, <laughs> um, yeah, it's fair to say that this is actually a very justifiable um, internal selection. Um, to be honest, when I first heard the song, I was like, oh my god, this sounds like a winner. 
at least that was before Sweden came along. <laughs> but um, <laughs> honestly, I think if, um, you know, people have been discussing, oh, who could win this year if it's not Sweden? I think watch out for France because um, I just um, feel like th this has got the legs to do it. So um, those of you who followed the Euro jury know that they're putting out their spoilers and um, I've been tracking the spoilers just to get an idea of what to expect. And uh, people like um, check the Euro jury out because it's a, it gives a fairly good idea of what to expect in terms of the jury vote in Eurovision. It's not a hundred percent correct, but it gives a fairly good idea. And um, France is doing really, really well in the spoilers at the moment. So, um, so this could do really well in the actual show and the jury vote. And maybe if it picks up a lot of the same voters who voted for Barbara a couple of years ago, maybe this could be a dark horse winner. Who knows? And um. I think I read somewhere that uh, the staging is going to be basically an elevated version of the music video with a prop. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what that prop is. Um, yeah, and I've also seen a couple of videos of her singing the song live, and like she sounds amazing. Like her voice just like has so much emotion in it, and it just sounds so flawless so it's going to be amazing live and um yeah so um yeah i really like this song um it's my third place uh this year uh just to give a bit of a spoiler for when we go into our top tens but um um yeah the, this is just just like it's very classic french but with a modern twist with the kind of disco bit in it like there's so many different bits in the song but it feels very cohesive it it keeps you engaged and um yeah i've got high hopes for this one so um what about you john my hopes are high too um i have to admit it did take me a couple of listens to warm up to it um but i think after france unfairly flopped last year i think they're back in, back in the game this year um Laz for me lazaro is such an engaging performer the song is so french isn't it it's yeah. so french um i think she's going to have the audience in the palm of her hand um especially when she um when in the big build towards the end of the song where she sings uh, a chanter la grande france that's going to be such a big moment. Um, yeah, I think what, like you say, watch out for France. Yeah. Anything else before we move on to the next song? Pas beaucoup. Okay. <laughs> okay, next up. Germany. L'Allemagne. This is Lord of the Lost with Blood and Glitter. Blood and glitter, sweet and bitter We're so happy we could die Blood and glitter, sweet and bitter We're so happy we could die Blood and glitter, Satan's sinner We do for 
I know that a lot of people have been crying out for Germany to send something like this, something representative of the German rock scene. Um, and it's it's good to have um, such an established band um, in the contest this year from Germany and um, so, so pleased that they're here. And it could have been, watching that national final, it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> um there was there was the um uh, I, I know you didn't watch it but there was um there was a, a man in a cheap wig with a a, a terrible apresti tune which, oh, no. uh, which which the whole which the whole of the um almost the whole of the german public seemed to love for some oh, reason is it like the um dj Ertzi stuff that you hear in uh, octoberfest yeah but worse oh no yeah um <laughs> so i didn't watch that national final out of fear <laughs> but um yeah i i can take the fact that we have this song over that one um i still worry though for germany a little bit just just because just just on the back of their recent track record i don't want them to finish near the bottom and i don't i hope they don't um but normally an automatic finalist finishes near the bottom. I don't want it to happen. I just, I just worry, you know, ac ac it, you know, ac an accidental, um, you know, I don't even want to think about it, but Hey, um, yeah, good, good job, Germany. It's not going to be one of my favorite songs, but, um, yeah, good job. Yeah. I'm, I have no idea what's going to happen to this song. Like, part of me thinks that, as you said, it's going to be an accidental bottom because sometimes you get rock songs like this that don't do that well in the final. But then mm. another part of me thinks that, oh, maybe there's an audience for this that will vote for it. So, like, I really don't know what's going to happen to it other than, you know, it's not going to win or anything. But, you know, it's just like, where else on the scoreboard it's going to finish? I don't know. Just throw a dart and see what where it lands. I don't know. Um, so, uh, like, part of me appreciates that Germany are doing something a bit different. You know, the... Yes. the, the but at the same time, the song itself, like, it sounds like your regular schlager rock that you find in a lot of national finals. So it's just kind of like, eh, you tried to be different, but did you really? <laughs> and, um, I don't know, the, the song itself to me is kind of like a poor man's Rammstein song and I like me some Rammstein so I know that this much better than this but um I don't hate it it's just kind of like oh, it's, oh I don't know it's just kind of feels like there's uh, that you could have done a bit more but oh well I don't know what else to say I'm kind of rambling um do you have anything else to say John Ich will. Um, kind of. Um, if, if if they were the only rock band in the contest, I'd feel more confident for them. But yeah. there are a few bands. 
competing for votes. Um, but let's just get let's just get Germany out of the bottom two because I think it's what six bottom twos out of the last seven contests, which is a desperately bad record. Womp womp. Oof. Yeah, I mean, even though I'm not a fan of this song, I I kind of agree that you know I do want to see Germany get a bit more of a break from the bottom, really. <laughs> yeah, but regardless of the results, um, Lord of the Lost will carry on. They're going on tour with Iron Maiden this summer. Whoa! Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a pretty big gig. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, anything else on Germany before we move on? Not really. <laughs> okay, so next up... Italy. L'Italie. This is Marco Mangoni with Due Vite, which means two lives. Se questa è l'ultima canzone poi la luna esploderà Sarò lì a dirti che sbagli, ti sbagli, lo sai Qui non arriva la musica E tu non dormi e poi sarai dove vai Quando la vita poi esagera So, yeah, I think I've referred on the podcast in the past as to how much I was into Fai Rumore. Um, so you can probably predict that I'm very much into this song. I just think it's beautiful. I, I'm happy that I have an Italian song that I can really support because that opportunity was taken away from me three years ago, but let's not go there. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so good to see Marco back. Um, San Remo performances just were just astounding. Um, I'm rambling now, um, so I'll I'll leave the floor to you. <laughs> okay, so um, even though I didn't watch a lot of the national finals, San Remo was the exception because there was no way I was going to miss that. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, there weren't many songs in this year's lineup that I instantly gravitated to. It was basically a year of growers for me. Mm. And um, this song, it's nice, but uh, I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know what to, how to say it. It's just, um... Yeah, I just find it nice and not much else. Like the the the, the instrumentation has some nice atmospherics and stuff like that. And um, Marco is a very beautiful voice, of course. And um, uh, the the lyrics are kind of nice and um, sweet, but um, uh, I I don't know. It just feels a bit too typical San Remo to me. Um, but um. Yeah, the the reason why I made you start is um well at least and uh, before the previous episode I thought this was gonna be your number one but um shows how much I know. <laughs> it has it has been, but my my top my top four slash five keeps changing order, so oh. you'll 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 find out where it is at the moment later. But it's my 
Um, it's top of my automatic flight lists. Ah, oh, okay. But so how what's... the ta- how the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> last year, last year you were the Italy fan. This year it's me. <laughs> Uh, I do think that um, Italy will are almost certainly gonna be top ten. Like they're doing well in the Euro jury spoilers, and um, I think uh, this will do fairly well in the televote as well. So um, yeah, I think um, Italy has reasons to be optimistic for a for a good result this year. So there. <laughs> oh, they they better get one because <laughs> if this if this doesn't do well, I'll be mortified. Oh. <laughs> okay, anything else on this before we move on? Let's move on. Okay, so next up... Spain. L'Espagne. This is Blanca Paloma with Ea Ea. <laughs> of a surprise this is gonna be to people but um this is my number one of the year <laughs> snaps <laughs> snap 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 um now it, now i do usually like the folky songs but they're usually not my winner it's usually the sad piano ballad <laughs> that's my number one so it's a bit of a change for me this year so um I was quite intrigued when I heard the studio version because I thought, oh, this is a bit weird. This is a bit different. And then the live um, performance um, at the national final completely won me over. There was just something magical about it that I just um, really latched onto it. And um, I'm actually kind of surprised this ended up as my number one because, you know, it was very early on the national selection season. So it's just kind of like, oh, is anything going to come along that will beat it? And nope, <laughs> nope. Yeah, but um, it's like a weird electronica kind of modern take on flamenco music. And, um, and, uh, I don't know what else to say. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to it. There was a part of me that's kind of worried that uh, what happened to France last year is going to happen to this because France did really well in 2021 and then the following year sent a folky entry and bombed. And then Spain last year did really, really well. And now they've picked a folky entry. But... um, Spain's doing pretty well in the Eurojury spoilers, so maybe <laughs> I don't have to worry too much. So, um, yeah, um, I think there could be an audience for this in the Talavert. I mean, Rosalie is doing really well at the moment, and she's basically mixing flamenco with a different things so maybe that same audience could latch onto this. I don't know, but um. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I feel a bit awkward um, associating myself with um, the worst 
Eurovision fans ever, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I will be waving my Spain flag on the Saturday. So um, yeah. Um, what about you, John? That's good to know. I'm even I'm even thinking about wearing a Spain outfit. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, um, just like you say, um, uh, Blanca Paloma is such an incredible performer. She really elevates this song live and. She, uh, she's also um, um, a costume designer, a stage designer. So the, the work is all hers. And um, it, the um, concept that we got at, at Benidorm Fest was just um, <laughs> astounding, I thought. Uh, it's been in my top 10 all along. Um, like you, I um, worry not, not, I don't worry too much because I think. Um, I think Blanca Paloma's got her staging, you know, bang on. I think um, what happened to France last year, I don't think will happen to the same extent with um, with Spain. This song seems to be the Marmite entry of this year because I've seen people that have it right at the top. Yeah. And I have it, I have it in my top 10. And I also know people who have it right at the bottom of their list. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I saw like someone in, on my Facebook feed put it dead last, and I got a bit snarky with them because they <laughs> they had Lithuania number one, and I just kind of went, "Are you sure that's not upside down?" Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I have also seen people compare this to um, the Spanish entry of '83, which I think is a fair um, comparison, but I think this. Um, is a, an elevated version of that. Uh, funny you mentioned that because I saw on Twitter that um, apparently Blanca said in an interview that um, the Spain 1983 entry is her favourite Eurovision entry <laughs> and that tracks in so much. <laughs> impeccable taste. <laughs> okay, um, anything else on Spain before we move on? No. No. Okay, so uh, we got two songs left, so not long now. And next up, we have the co-hosts, technically. So, um, and um, also it happens to be our country, so <laughs> this will be interesting. United Kingdom. Les Royaumes-Unis. This is May Muller with I Wrote a Song. Instead I wrote a song about how you did me wrong. do you start um well first of first of all it's it's just it's so vindicating i guess is the word to a, a feeling that the bbc seem to be getting their song choices right now um like this is the kind of song that's been all over the charts for the last few years yeah so to, so to hear a song like this that's going to it's going to bring the party and that isn't safe and that doesn't 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 sound you know made for eurovision it's just so refreshing um 
the fact that it's the the, the host country's entry and we've received um, the honour of closing the final. It's I know. Gonna, <laughs> I can't believe it. It's just going to be an amazing party atmosphere. Um, May Muller rocks. Um, she's she's great. Um, I, I hope I hope we do well, but if, even if we don't, um, you know she's doing us proud, and I just hope that the public at large, you know, keep the momentum up and the good mood about Eurovision. And if we don't win or come second, don't start moaning again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to bring up the point that um, uh, when the song was first released, I saw a couple of older um, UK Eurovision fans go, oh, this sounds a lot like Jordan's national final entry from, what was it, 2005 or whatever. Um, and I'm uh, like, what? And I'm like, like, you're really showing your age and that you clearly haven't been listening to the radio the last couple of years because a lot of female pop stars in the UK are doing songs like this, so... Um, yeah, oh it just, yeah, it just kind of shows how clueless they are. <laughs> and they probably don't listen to much music outside of Eurovision. <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, there's been a bit of an unfair hatred towards this song from certain sections of the fandom. Like, especially when it was first released, because... People thought that a certain other singer was getting selected, but oh, it wasn't. But goes to show that you should not listen to UK tabloids like ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and like when a song came out and I listened to it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is actually really cool! I enjoyed it." And then I go online and people are slagging it off, and I'm like, "Wait, what? Do we listen to the same song?" <laughs> And um, recently, people have been slagging off her live performances because they haven't been, like, note-perfect and saying she can't sing and stuff like that. Can I just point out that I've seen videos of uh, May singing other songs and she has a beautiful voice, so I implore you to check out live videos of her on, on, on YouTube or whatever, just so... Maybe it's just the style of song because there's a lot of speak singing in it. I don't know, but um, hey, and and this is another point, okay? So because a lot of people like overreact when singers aren't note perfect in the pre-parties, okay? I've seen some singers completely bomb in the pre-parties and then fast forward to the Eurovision stage, they knocked it out of the park. So don't get all um. A fatalistic now okay just wait and see what happens and I've got faith that um, they're going to knock it out of the park with this one so um, I'm hoping that we can get a pretty good result and um, uh, the song seems to be doing pretty well in the Eurojury spoilers so maybe we could get another top 10 who knows but um, yeah, I really enjoyed this song, and um, yeah, I'm happy that this is um, representing the um, co-hosts, technically. So, um, yeah. 
I'm still getting over the Katie Price comparisons. I mean, oh my god! I know it's so so ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Just vote for me. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, um, yeah, May did a whole set at the uh, London Eurovision party, and she was fab. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so anything else before we do the last song? No, that's it. Okay, so last but by no means least. Ukraine. Ukraine. This is Tvorchi with Heart of Steel. Don't get what you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get how you feel. Get out of my way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess I got. did watch the Ukraine national final well, it was the first national final before I rage quit and um, uh, people were, and and me too as well I, um, a lot a lot of the fans were surprised that this won because we expected that Ukraine would send something more traditional sounding I guess but I think it kind of makes sense a little bit because maybe the Ukrainian public wanted to pick something a bit different than what they sent the last couple of years. And um, if if you read into the lyrics, like the sentiment of the song makes a lot of sense of why it would have um, won the televote in the national final because the sentiment of the song is basically like screw what you think I'm stronger than you think I am which you know I think you can see why Ukrainians would latch onto that um uh, I think this is a quite an interesting entry cause, um it's kind of like a slightly wonky kind of R&B flavoured kind of song, which is kind of interesting. Um, uh, obviously, I'll, I haven't checked the bookies in a long while, but last time I checked, which was a few weeks ago, they were like food in the bookies, so people clearly still think that Ukraine are going to win by default. Um, I uh, said in the Junior um, Reactions podcast that that's kind of been debunked now. I think people have kind of moved on from that now. Um, not to say that it's not going to get a good result. Um, I think it can. Um, yeah, I think this is a very um, respectable co-host, technically, <laughs> entry. And um, yeah, I think they should get a decent result from this, which will make a nice change because um, um, the previous two times that Ukraine have hosted, they completely bombed. So um, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I think it's crossed this doesn't bomb as well. So um, uh, what do you think, John? Um, as always, I'm a m massive fan of Ukraine. I'm not a massive fan of this song, though. It's it's good. It's a solid song. Uh, it's not It's not the kind of genre of music that I generally am a big fan of. But um, I, I, I admire the group and I think they're going to give us a staging that will make people sit up and pay attention. Um, and that reason I think they'll do well, although I don't think we're heading for victory number four. Um, by the way, they are still third in the, in the bookmakers running. Oh, okay. 
Um, anything else before we f move on? Well, we can move on. Okay, so um, that's it. That's our 2023 review all done. That's all 37 songs. So um, because we don't do scores anymore, um, we have to um, substitute the um, ESC Pulse um, league table, as it were, with something else. So I think a good way to replace it is if um, me and John individually count down our pre-show top tens um do you want to reveal the bottom three as well our bottom threes as well just uh, just for fun Ooh. you don't sound go keen. go on then oh okay so um okay so um we'll start off with um oh do you want to do bottom three or bottom five whatever you want uh I think bottom five will be fair enough. Okay, so uh, first of all, we'll do our bottom five. So, John, um, you go from um, five to last, as it were, in kind of like... Um, I don't, is it descending order or ascending order? I don't know what it is. I'm bad at math. Um, dis uh, descending. Yeah, so from... So because you it's getting worse. Yeah, so you count down from your number 33 to your number 37. So off you go. Okay, I've got Switzerland. Ooh. Oh, this is awkward. I've got Ukraine. Oh. I'm sorry. I've got Poland. Yeah, fair enough. I've got Croatia. Ooh. And... Not a surprise, I've got Romania. <laughs> okay, so I'll do mine. So uh, my number 33, my fifth last is... Oh, and by the way, I just want to clarify that there aren't many songs I hate. Uh, probably oh, only... Same. Probably same. only the bottom two I'd say I hate. So, yeah. Um... Okay, so um, so my fifth last, my number thirty-three is San Marino. Yeah, it feels a bit harsh, but as I say, there's not many songs I hate, so there you go. It is just meh. Some someone has to be there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my number thirty-four, my fourth last is Lithuania. Oh dear. Do you know what? Um, since the um, pre-parties, um, she's actually gone up a few places just because her vocal was so good. Oh. Okay, so um, uh, my third last, my number thirty-five is Norway. <laughs> oh dear. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and then uh, my number thirty-six, my second last is Poland. <laughs> Not a surprise. And then my number 37, my last place is, like you, uh, Romania. <laughs> well, we're in sync on something, I guess. Yay! Internet high five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, we're, we're, very, we're very sorry to the Romania fans out there. Sorry. <laughs> 
Okay, so um, next up we're going to count down our individual pre-show top tens. Uh, I should have made it clear before we started that that this is only like our pre-show rankings. There's every chance that it could completely change after the the live show. So, but anyway, <laughs> um, John, why don't you count down your top ten? Okay, one point, Netherlands. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Two points to Slovenia. Ooh. Three points, United Kingdom. Ooh. Ooh. Four points, Estonia. Ooh. Five points, Spain. Ooh. <laughs> Six points, Belgium. Hashtag Team Gustav. Hey. <laughs> Seven points to Italy. Ooh. Eight points to Sweden. Now, this might surprise you. 10 points, Albania. And 12 points, Australia. I probably should have, like, added, like, a trumpet fanfare onto the soundboard. I'll I'll edit it in post. You can put it in later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, um... Let me count down my pre-show top 10. Okay. So, one point goes to Austria. Nice. Two points goes to Slovenia. Same Snap. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> um, by the way, this um top 10 is pretty tight. So, um... Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, three points goes to Belgium. Hashtag Team Gustav. Yes. Four points goes to Sweden. Lovely. Five points goes to Serbia. Oh, nice. (laughs) Six points goes to Latvia. Vote for Latvia. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Seven points goes to Estonia. Vote for Estonia as well. Yes, please. (laughs) Um... Into the top three now. Eight points goes to France. Ah, oui. <laughs> uh, ten points goes to Finland. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And finally, 12 points goes to Spain. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, if we add that up, do we get a winner or are we not going to do that? <laughs> I don't think we'll do that now. Um, okay, so that's it for our podcast. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening to us these past five weeks. So um, we're going to be taking a couple of weeks break. Um, so we'll be back during Eurovision week. Um, uh, just to clarify, press cannot see any of the first week of rehearsals. So... I won't have anything to report on. So um, we'll be back on the actual Eurovision week itself. We'll be doing our predictions, our reactions and stuff like that. Um, We we probably won't be able to do live streams. We'll just have to do podcasts because of logistics. I'm not sure if I'll be able to go to Liverpool or not. So it's just um, figuring out what we're going to be doing but um regardless uh, during eurovision week uh you'll have um quite a lot of material to look forward to so um just um keep your eyes and ears peeled for that
<laughs> we'll be fair. Hey. So, um, thank you very much, and um, until May, see you next time. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>